to the program. Glad to have you. Our guy, Ross Tucker, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check him out on all social media at Ross Tucker NFL uh, over there. And uh, also, you can uh, find myfrontpagestory.com. We'll talk about that, too, because I love that thing. And every time we have him on, we got to talk about it because it's absolutely fantastic. Ross Tucker uh, joining us now on the hotline. Ross, how you been, pal? Bill, I'm doing awesome, man. Good to hear your voice. You too. Uh, nothing has changed other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers has come out of the darkness since the last time you and I talked at Super Bowl. Yeah, he's come out of the darkness, and he's uh, made it clear he wants to play for the Jets, and he's going to play for the Jets, and we're just waiting for when that happens. It's funny because I think my expectation, probably everybody's expectation, is that it happens draft weekend because I just I can't envision that the Packers are willing to want to wait till next year's picks. I think they want to try to get some picks from the the Jets now and use them this year to help have a better team this year around Jordan Love. So I think they probably, my guess is the Packers have given up on trying to get the Jets number 13 overall pick. And they're probably going to get one of those two high second round picks and they're probably just fighting off, fighting over what else at this point. You know, what, what the Jets have to give them if Rodgers plays an extra year or whatever. I, I think that this thing happens uh, probably during the draft, maybe during day two. Now, if I'm the Jets and I haven't been to a Super Bowl since 69, I am the longest tenured team in all the major sports uh, that has not been to a postseason since 2010. Why am I holding on like grim death to that draft choice when the guy that I believe is the ticket that's going to put us in the postseason and could win us a Super Bowl is sitting right there? What? What? Why are the Jets holding so firm? Uh, because I think they look at it like um, I know what the uh, the sentiment is in Wisconsin that the Packers have all this leverage because who else is going to be the Jets quarterback? And they've already said publicly and the GM said he's going to be here. I, I actually feel like the Jets have more leverage than the Packers do. I mean, the Packers are not paying Aaron Rodgers $60 million this year. And I said this, Bill, a couple weeks ago on the Raw Sucker Football Podcast. You know, I don't think he would do it. But if Aaron showed up on Monday for the start of the offseason program, the Packers would be dead in the water from a leverage standpoint. I mean, they—they they, first of all, they don't want him around just because it would be really awkward. But secondly, the minute Aaron Rodgers reports for the offseason program, the Packers take on the risk and liability of any injury. And the last thing they want is to have to pay him $60 million to be injured and not play. Now, look, you and I both know Aaron clearly detests the offseason program and doesn't want to show up even for a team he's going to play for, let alone a team he's not going to play for. But mm-hmm. if he's not happy with the way things are going down, if he's not happy with some of the public comments of Mark Murphy, or if he's not happy with the way the Packers are playing this thing, he could certainly make it real uncomfortable and awkward for them. And really, Bill, if you're looking at it from Aaron's standpoint, if he's playing for the Jets next year or two and he wants what's best for him and the Jets, then really he should do everything possible to give the Jets as much leverage as possible. And 
have the Jets give up as little draft choice compensation as possible. He should show up on Monday. I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's that type of person, but he should do that. Yeah, I would certainly revisit the uh, Brett Favre scenario. That's for darn sure. Everything that he wanted to avoid is certainly <laughs> has certainly come to pass. Now, on on the other hand, I look at it as if they don't, if the Packers don't get what they want by draft day, they have no incentive to trade him prior to June first because then they get cap relief and they get to they're able to split that up. So they then they can say, you know what, keep your guy, keep your picks. We'll uh, we'll move on. Now, if the rumors become true that other teams begin to get involved, such as San Francisco, not that they have much to offer, but then that changes the dynamic of this thing as well. Correct. Well, so if it doesn't get done draft weekend, and that would really surprise me. I mean, bring me on again after that weekend because if Rodgers isn't traded, because I'd be stunned. But it's not 100% certainty. There's certainly a possibility that they both keep fighting over it and it doesn't happen. At that point, I don't really see the Packers having any need to trade Aaron Rodgers before training camp because Mm – if he's not going to show up for any aspect of the offseason program, like I just discussed, then why would they trade him? There is no next deadline for Green Bay if they're not getting right. 2023 draft choices. They can wait till training camp and beyond, really, if Rodgers doesn't show up for training camp. Because then, with every day he misses, the Jets will want to get him in the building. The Jets will want him working with their receivers. So, if it doesn't happen draft weekend, the next pressure point really is the opening of training camps for the Jets or the Packers, unless Rodgers pushes the issue and shows up in Green Bay, or unless the Jets decide it's important to them to get Rodgers at least involved a little bit in the offseason program, important enough to them that he gets to some OTAs and gets in on the offense a little bit, works with these guys, that they're willing to pony up whatever the Packers are asking for. Talking with Ross Tucker, the Ross Tucker Podcast. You can find him at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, real quick, before we talk about my front page story, uh, I got to ask you. So, moving on, I believe we, I, I'm with you. I think this deal gets done right around the draft, and I think it's all. It's not going to be to the satisfaction of all Packers fans, but it'll be done. They'll move on, and then the Jordan Love era begins. So, if you're the Green Bay Packers, I think you need a tight end, a wide receiver, defensive line help, and a, somebody on the edge because you don't know if Sean Gary's going to be back and at full strength, and then. A, a, additional depth in the secondary what do you do to fortify your team for a new quarterback who's stepping under center for the first time following two back-to-back hall of famers yeah you know i i well first of all i think they've already done a pretty good job of this um but i really think it's up front on both sides of the ball you know i, I look at it almost you, you know i do the eagles preseason games and, and mm-hmm. pregame on the radio and the thing that gave Jalen Hurts a chance to have success when he started in 2021 and then again last year is even in 2021 when they weren't a great team, Bill, they were really good up front both sides of the ball. And as long as you continue to fortify those ranks and make sure you're in the top half, ideally top 10 in the league in those spots, you are putting your quarterback your young quarterback in a really good position to succeed because you had a better chance to run the ball, better chance to give him some time to throw it when it is that time. And defensively, you can get after the other team and not let them run the ball. So it's O-line, D-line, 
funny. I don't know if people looked at this like 20, 30 years ago. I'm kind of happy that now everybody kind of agrees that after quarterback, uh, the next important, two most important positions are D-line and O-line. It's awesome. Hey, I wanted to get you, before uh, we let you go, we've had a big response. Uh, I know we did during Super Bowl as well for MyFrontPageStory.com. And as we creep towards uh, the summer months and birthdays and gifts and all that kind of stuff, tell us a little bit about it before I let you go because it's always a really, really cool thing. Well, two things, Bill. First of all, we're a month away from Mother's Day. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of guys driving in their car right now from Wisconsin, going to get some spotted cow or whatever. They have no idea what they're going to get their mom and or no idea where they're going to get their wife for Mother's Day. So I'm just telling you guys right now, it's a no-brainer. You just go to myfrontpagestory.com and either fill out an email or you talk to one of their writers on the phone about your wife or your mom. They write the most unbelievable story. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. You give it to her. It's framed. She cries because she can't believe you got her a story written all about her and how special she is. She cries, you win, and she hangs up in the house forever. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. And, Bill, we track all this when, we, when, when people tell us how they heard about us. you got a great audience, man. I mean, you are, you are annually top ten, top five. And so anybody, anybody, anybody listening right now, you got to advertise on Bill Michael's show. Because I'm just <laughs> telling you, I don't advertise. I just tell my talk about it. But it, I do a lot of national stuff, Bill. Your top five, top ten in terms of your listeners responding to what people talk about in terms of product on the show. So kudos to you for that. Kudos to all the guys driving around that are going to go to myfrontpagestory.com. It is fantastic. Ross, it's always a pleasure. I'll touch base with you around the draft. And uh, best of luck to my front page story. Uh, I might even use it again this year, and uh, then you and I will reconvene, okay? Sounds great, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's Ross Tucker, the Ross Tucker podcast, uh, former NFL player on the Westwood One broadcast with the NFL as well. Uh, he does the pregame and preseason stuff for the uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, Ross Tucker NFL, my front page story, and and he's correct. It is unbelievably cool. If you go to myfrontpagestory.com, and now's the time to do it because you want to get it done and written for M- Mother's Day. But this is the way it is: is you go there, you fill out the information. And then one of the writers call you and whether it's you or your siblings, if you're doing it for your mom and they ask you about your mom and they get quotes from you and things. And it's like a newspaper. And then you send over some pictures and they either put it in black and white or in color, whichever you want. And then what they do is they write this front page story in this frame, this beautiful frame it comes, and it looks like a newspaper written all about your mom or all about your loved one. I mean, if it's, you got somebody with a birthday coming up or whatever, but, and it is, he's, he's right. I mean, I, I had given one to my mom before she passed, and it is amazing. They just, they, because all, everything you've ever felt about them is written right there in front of them, and it's quotes and then they're looking at a picture of either them or you and them or whatever, one of these cool memories. It's it's really, really good. It's really good stuff. And uh, so there you go. That is uh, myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com. So there you have it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up if you uh, would like to do so. Again, 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They got shut out last night, and you know what? And I agree. Look, the umpiring was bad. I understand that. You go through the uh, the umpire scorecards, which I found over on Twitter, and somebody had sent me, actually, I shouldn't say I found it. But, uh, yeah, 80% on uh, strikes called outside of the strike zone, not good. Uh, but any time also that you, you know, rely upon, you know, the umpire to, to, to kind of help you along the way or at least be correct and you're not, you know, putting the ball in play on a consistent basis. Yeah, that's that's a difficult thing. But uh, just, a not, just not a great night at the plate. So Brewers back at it tonight. Hopefully they get a couple of wins, win the series, continue to move on in the 10-game road trip. So we'll see. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, some other news. Uh, you've got guys like Pat Connaughton, Chris Middleton uh, nursing some ailments. You know, uh, Middleton, what's new? He has been basically a broken-down wreck the entire season, and hopefully he can come back and be a contributor in the postseason. Uh, much like last year, he wasn't around, and it's you know he's sucking up a lot of money for uh, not being able to play, especially in the biggest moments. And I get it. You know, your body is only physical, physically capable of doing certain things, but, um, man, at some point, <laughs> if you can't play – you know, you gotta you gotta figure something out. You gotta make a move. So we'll see what the the Bucks end up doing. But not that they're gonna make a move now. But I'm talking about the postseason. So we'll see if Chris Middleton's able to come back and play. Um, in the meantime, the Packers, the tailgate tour is out and about. Mark Murphy answering questions earlier today, basically tight-lipped about what's going on between the Jets and the Packers and uh, Douglas and Gutekunst. But um, David Bakhtiari, however. David Bakhtiari, however, he uh, he did have some things to say. Um, so on the Bussin' with the Boys uh, podcast, talking about the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, and all that kind of stuff, this is what the big left tackle for the Green Bay Packers and real good friend of Aaron Rodgers had to say. Take a listen. The Packers are rebuilding, whether you think so or not. They don't like. They, could they be good? I don't know. Could they be bad? Probably if you're betting, more people are going to think they're going to be bad than good. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't mm-hmm. that fair to say? So then they'll be like, well, we're going to suck anyways. We want what we want, and we're not going to bend anyone, so we'll just eat it. Fair. Sell and retire. We'll pay you. We don't care because we're going to, if we're going to do it our way, it's going to be on our terms. If not, we're, what are we, like, we're, we're going to be Super Bowl contenders anyway, so we'll eat it. You can hang on the side, pay you your money, and then we'll suck anyways. Get the picks. As compared to dealing him but for you something s- that you shouldn't have, you could potentially look like an idiot to not only president and the board, but everyone else around the league, thinking of the GM's perspective. Put yourself on the hot seat and then potentially have your job come called to question. So I, I look at all these like ways you can you can deal it. I don't think you'd get that contentious. I do think they'll probably come to an agreement. He'll get traded. They'll get what they want. And then I will probably say whether it was who won, who won what. But I'm saying there, I do think that it could be a third option if things got so You're bad. right. You're right. I've changed my mind. No, we now. want this and that's it because we know we're going to get them. Like, okay, well, then somewhere else. The Packers are. Wow. He plans on sucking. 
That was um, – you talk about some sour grapes for a guy that's getting paid a lot of money. Were you a little surprised at that, Ben? I was. That was the piece that stuck out to me more than whether he thought Rodgers could just come back and the Packers there would is, trade him. Yeah. That he thinks there is, the front office is set to suck or that the team is in a full rebuild, which I kind of disagree with. They, there is – I mean, you take it a step further. What does that tell you he thinks about Jordan Love? I mean, if he thought Jordan Love was a real deal, was ready to step in and just take over, they, he wouldn't use the term suck. That's that's strong. That That's, Wow. Do me a favor for for those that that didn't catch all that because he talks so fast. Let's let's play that again because you know we know that Rogers and Bakhtiari are your friends. Rogers uh, was the uh, you know uh, was the minister we'll say uh, who married David Bakhtiari and his wife and and presided over that and so we know their relationship is extremely tight. Uh, Bakhtiari doesn't mince words here when it comes to his thoughts on the Packers and where they stand. Because this is a lot to absorb, like I said, between the dog barking and him talking extremely fast. you got to catch it all. So, again, this is David Bakhtiari on on, on the the, uh, Bustin' with the Boys podcast. This is what he had to say regarding all of this situation with Rodgers, the team, whether or not he thinks it's a rebuild, the front office. Take a listen again. The Packers are rebuilding, whether you think so or not. They don't like. They, could they be good? I don't know. Could they be bad? Probably. If you're betting, more people are gonna think they're gonna be bad than good, mm-hmm. right? Isn't mm-hmm. that fair to say? So then they'll be like, "Well, we're gonna suck anyways. We want what we want, and we're not gonna bend anyone. So we'll just eat it. Fair. Sell and retire. We'll pay you. We don't care because we're gonna. It, if we're gonna do it our way, it's gonna be on our terms. If not, we're, what are we like? We're, we're we gonna be Super Bowl contenders anyway? So we'll eat it. You can hang on the side, pay you your money, and then we'll suck anyways. Get the picks. As compared to dealing him but for you, something that you shouldn't have, you could potentially look like an idiot to not only president and the board, but everyone else around the league. Thinking of the GM's perspective yourself on the hot seat and then potentially have your job come called a question so I, I i look at all these like ways you can you can deal it i don't think you'd get that contentious i do think they'll probably come to an agreement he'll get traded they'll get what they want and then i will probably say whether it was who won who won what but i'm saying there i do think that it could be a third option if things got so you're bad. right you're right i've changed my mind no we now. want this and that's it because we know we're gonna get them like okay we'll go somewhere else so I didn't. I didn't understand that middle portion. He he said, "Look, it's a rebuild, whether you want to call it one or not. Whether or not they'll be good, he doesn't know." He said, "We're going to suck anyway." He said that the something about the front office, we're going to do it on our terms. He meaning, got into that, meaning that they they if they would say we're not going to give him for less than what we think his value is. Right. Then we'll just keep him here. That. His what he is portraying him. that the worst, yes, the worst situation, I guess, for the front Correct. office or something that could bring their jobs into question would be getting far less than what he's worth compared to just keeping him and going forward, which I don't agree with. But that's what he was saying. So. The worst case scenario is they keep him, they just pay him as he put it to kind of go away. Then he talked about. 
the front office that way they don't call their jobs into question. I didn't I, I between the dog barking and it going so fast. Did you catch all of that? It, it play 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 that again because I want to hear that because he's he's referring to like Gudikins the front office, but he he kind of pulls it out of a conversation like midway through a sentence, and says something about you know well protecting their own jobs and not calling their job into question, and I didn't understand where that came from. But but play that one more time. The Packers are rebuilding, whether you think so or not. They don't like. They, could they be good? I don't know. Could they be bad? Probably if you're betting, more people are going to think they're going to be bad than good. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't mm-hmm. that fair to say? So then they'll be like, well, we're going to suck anyways. We want what we want, and we're not going to bend anyone, so we'll just eat it. Fair. Sell and retire. We'll pay you. We don't care because we're going to, if, if we're going to do it our way, it's going to be on our terms. If not, we're, what are we, like, we're, we're going to be Super Bowl contenders anyway, so we'll eat it. You can hang on the side, pay you your money, and then we'll suck anyways. Get the picks. As compared to dealing him but for you, something that you shouldn't have, you could potentially look like an idiot to not only president and the board, but everyone else around the league, thinking of the GM's perspective. Put yourself on the hot seat and then potentially have your job come called to question. So I, I look at all these, like, ways you can you can deal it. I don't think you'd get that contentious. I do think they'll probably come to an agreement. He'll get traded. They'll get what they want, and then I will probably say whether it was who won. Okay, so I get what he's saying. So, in other words, you're – but what I didn't understand is, well, you're going to try to trade him for something you shouldn't have. That I didn't understand. Like, like he's not – like, you think that the Packers are valuing Rodgers too highly? He says they're going to suck. His terms, we're going to suck anyway. They'll pay Rodgers to either go to the Jets or sit. They'll do it their way. They'll get the high draft choices since they're going to, quote, suck anyway. And if the Packers hold firm for something, what he said was for something they shouldn't get anyway, that I didn't understand because it's like there's a value to Aaron Rodgers. He's saying to not sell him for less than the value is. Right. That if they do it, then that could look very poor if it also ends up poorly. Right. Compared to keeping so, him, which I, again, then, don't agree with. Putting his job in jeopardy, meaning Gudikins, saving face, getting high draft choices. Um, interesting. I do think the sucking is an exaggeration. Yeah. That he's using it as an example. I don't think he's presenting it as, I think we're going to suck. I think he's presenting it as the front office looks at the future and if we're building towards the – if we're trying to build forward, yeah. then whatever, we'll suck. But suck could be relative. I don't think he is portraying right. that he thinks the team will go 2-15. and 15. He – you know, but he does say emphatically this is a rebuild. And my question would be to Bakhtiari, what, so what are you rebuilding? That's the piece that sticks with me is that they're rebuilding. Make no mistake about it. He says this is a rebuild. And, and and he says, are we going to be good? Nobody knows. Are we going to be bad? Most likely. So what what about this is a rebuild? The offensive line is all the same. 
The running backs are the same. Tight end and wide receiver, the wide receivers are younger. Tight end needs to be rebuilt, yeah. The defensive front, pretty much the same. Linebacker is pretty much the same. Secondary, short of Adrian Amos, the same. Where Where's the rebuild? I, You know, from, from an outsider looking in, I don't call this a rebuild. From, from his perspective, he does, and I would love to know why. Very interesting. I want to get your reaction to that. 877-867-1670. David Bakhtiari on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast, talking about the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, that whole situation. I want to get your thoughts. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Um, also, for the record, it was it was not a dog barking. It was a it was video effects. It was video effects. It was a podcast okay. made into a video clip. With the, they put the picture over the transitions, if you right. will. Right. Very poor editing, we'll say, hmm. without seeing it. Uh, that being said, uh, I want to get reaction to this when we come back because I think it's, it, it's, I mean, the reaction has come from Bakhtiari being honest to Bakhtiari wanting out to Bakhtiari being a D bag to, so I, I want to get people's thoughts on all of this. 877-867-1670, Our friends at Quick Trip, don't forget, if you are looking for a meal, if you're looking for a snack, if you're looking for milk, two ninety, excuse me, two ninety nine a gallon and uh, limit limit uh, three right now. But it is fantastic, and don't forget, uh, they have the uh, the chicken. Oh my God, the chicken is just fantastic. It is so good. That ch- that fried chicken, I'll put up against anybody. It is just that good, and they have all the fixings and alcohol along with it. You can get it hot and fresh. Uh, they even have uh, the IGOG sweepstakes going on right now, or you can win yourself the uh, the personal watercrafts, as they call them. Uh, we call them the jet skis just because of the long-time name, but nevertheless, uh, the personal watercrafts, uh, you can register to win. Use that quick rewards number, man. Just type it in. You're good to go. Get yourself all kind of rewards at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they continue to be the biggest, the best, out there. Period. End of story. Thank God we have them right here in our own backyard. That's from our friends at Quick Trip. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. I want your reaction to what David Bakhtiari had to say. Coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.